You're listening to the Mindful Weight Loss Podcast, episode number five. It's time to look at weight loss in a whole new way. Instead of focusing on calories in, calories out, you'll learn how to use your brain to transform your body and heal your relationship with food. If you're ready to lose your weight for the last time, you're in the right place. Because it's more than what you eat. It's who you are when you're eating. This is the Mindful Weight Loss Podcast. Here's your host, life and weight loss coach, Dr. Michelle Tupman. Have you ever read Gretchen Rubin? In her work, she talks about the four tendencies, which are essentially how we respond to expectations. The four tendencies are the upholders, which are people who just want to know what needs to be done. The questioners who want justifications for why something needs to be done the obligers who need accountability, and the rebels who really just want the freedom to do things their own way. I am definitely a rebel. I hate being told what to do, even when it's me telling myself what I think I should be doing. I resisted having a calendar for years because I like to act from a sense of choice. Even if I make my own schedule, it feels like a ball and chain and I resist it. And I've always been this way. It's just super frustrating. Because in all the diets that I've tried in the past, if I didn't feel like following it on any particular day, I just wouldn't do it. And it's really hard to get anything done if you're only ever doing what you feel like doing. So a few years ago, when I was trying to juggle shift work with a bunch of different personal and professional projects that were all really important to me, I decided to commit to a scheduling system. And at first, it was miserable for me. I rebelled against my calendar every single day. But then cool things started happening, like things actually started getting done. I was feeling less stressed. And ironically, I felt like I had more free time to do whatever the heck I wanted to. Somehow, scheduling my time gave me the freedom I was so desperately searching for in the first place. And this is really because I was making decisions ahead of time in terms of how I was going to spend my time. And so this episode is really all about that. It's about making decisions ahead of time, planning for tomorrow today, because when we do this, we actually get freedom, freedom around time, freedom around food, freedom around decision making in the moment. And so let's start by thinking now of all the tools you've ever used when dieting in the past, right? Think about the meal planning, counting all the things measuring and weighing your food, restricting carbs or fat, carb cycling, intermittent fasting, strict meal plans, juice fast, supplements, shakes, right? And like add to that all of the different things you might have done in terms of exercise for losing weight, like endless hours at the gym and countless hours of cardio and HIIT workouts and Tabatas and boot camps and learn to run programs and personal trainers and weight training and trampolining and, you know, swimming and, you know, doing all of these things you think you need to do to lose weight. But I have just one question for you. How did those things work out for you? And how did you feel when you were doing all of those things? And, you know, maybe this is even a better question. How long did any of those things last for you? Well, my guess is really not long at all. And yet, maybe you felt excited and motivated and hopeful for a while at the beginning when you started those things. But once you hit the grind, once it stopped feeling exciting and good, you just stopped doing it. 
Or, you know, maybe you did see some success. Like maybe you drank all the shakes for a few weeks and you lost a little bit of weight. But then once you realized you couldn't afford to buy the shakes any longer, you stopped and the weight just quickly came back on. Like, does any of that sound a little familiar? Well, on the face of it, of course, all of these strategies seem to make a lot of sense, right? You look at all your friends who lost weight doing keto, or you feel hopeful after seeing the before and after pictures on the Weight Watchers website, and you go all in for a while. But then before long, you feel disappointed and defeated. Now, the reason why so many of these strategies and programs don't work over the long term is actually pretty simple. If you want the results to be sustainable and if you want the results to last over the long term, then the methods you use to get there have to be sustainable over the long term, too. So some people do, of course, lose weight and keep it off on Weight Watchers. But these are people who feel like they can count points for the rest of their life. But for most of us, though, we don't want to do that. And in fact, in the seven different times I've tried Weight Watchers, I've never lasted longer than about two weeks counting points. And, you know, what's even worse is I would spend countless hours trying to hack different ways to get all of my favorite foods for fewer points. It's like I think my aspartame consumption like tripled during my last round through Weight Watchers. And when I look back at my food journals during that time, I think the overall nutritional value of my diet actually got worse. I may have been losing a little bit of weight, but I felt like crap and I certainly wasn't any health healthier, but <laughs> I digress here a bit. The key here is this. Successful, sustainable weight loss requires you to find a way of eating that you enjoy, that makes you feel energetic and strong and healthy, and that you know you can do for the rest of your life. And now I know what you might be thinking, that the way you'd like to eat involves pizza and cake and cookies and chips and margaritas and all the things. But here's your second hard truth for the day. What got you to your current weight will not get you to your goal weight, right? If you want to lose weight, you have to change the way you eat. Like, you know this is true. Even if it hurts to admit it, you know this is true right? But does this mean you have to give up all the things that you love? No, no, of course not. But does it mean you have to restrict and be miserable? Also, no. But it does mean that you have to put your prefrontal cortex, you know, that thinky decision-making part of your brain in charge, rather than letting your primitive brain with all of its automatic urges and habits run the show. If you listen to the last episode, that book review of Oprah and Dr. Perry's book on trauma, you know that there are different levels of the brain. You have the primitive brain down at the bottom, and that's the brain that reacts really quickly. It acts to keeps us alive, and it works very much on automatic. And then at the top of the brain is that cortex, the thinky part of our brains that use logic and are able to think through problems and make decisions. And you may also remember that all of the information we take in from the environment gets filtered through that primitive brain first. So if the primitive brain feels threatened in some way, if you're experiencing stress or fear or some other powerful negative emotion, the primitive brain is going to jump in to protect you. So if it has been your habit to eat when you feel those particular emotions, your primitive brain is going to send you the urge to eat whenever you feel them, because that's what your primitive brain is going to think it needs to do to keep you safe. And what we have to do is we have to break that cycle. And we do that by putting the cortex back in charge. And one of the best ways I know to accomplish this is with a strategy we call making decisions ahead of time. 
This means you make decisions about what you're going to eat in advance so that you don't have to make decisions on the fly when you're in the throes of your emotions and everything in your life that's vying for your attention and trying to distract you. Now, one of the reasons why this works is that when you make decisions about what to eat ahead of time, you're making decisions with your long-term goals in mind versus when you make decisions in the moment. They tend to come from your primitive brain and they're focused on your immediate gratification. And, you know, generally speaking, what you want in the moment and what you want for yourself over the long term are often not in alignment. You know, our primitive brain will push us to do what feels good in the moment, but your cortex needs to step in and make the decision to delay that gratification in favor of meeting your long term goals, which in our case is weight loss and freedom from food. And of course, like everything else, this is a skill and it's a skill that takes practice to develop. Have you ever heard of the marshmallow experiment? This is a famous study on delayed gratification, actually, that was done at Stanford University in the early 1970s on children. So in this experiment, children were given the choice to have one marshmallow now, or if they waited for 15 minutes, then they could have two marshmallows. And they followed these kids up for a bunch of years and found that the kids who were able to delay their gratification had better life outcomes, including better SAT scores, higher income, lower debt, and healthier BMIs. Now, the kids who delayed their gratification found very clever ways of distracting themselves, like they would cover their eyes or they would dance or sing. Some of them talked to themselves and one clever girl even just had a nap. (laughs) But here's the most fascinating part. In 2011, they did brain imaging studies on the participants who were by then in middle age. And they found that the participants who were able to delay their gratification back in that marshmallow experiment um, had more activity showing up in that prefrontal cortex when they were trying to control their responses to alluring temptations. And those who chose immediate gratification had parts of their primitive brain light up more when faced with temptation. And so when it comes to losing weight or having health-related goals, it's important to think about your future and decide what you want for it. And then you do what you have to do to go out and get it, even though in the moment you might want to eat the cupcake or have that extra serving when you know you've had enough, right? And so the key here is immediate gratification, you know, wanting that marshmallow or wanting the cupcake because it's right in front of you versus the delayed gratification of losing your weight and improving your relationship with food that will happen down the road. And, you know, I'll talk a little bit more about how to make decisions ahead of time in terms of food. But first, let's just think about all of the other areas of your life where you may already be practicing this skill already. Right. So think about the last time you planned a vacation, for example. Right. You decided where you wanted to go and you marked out the date on your calendar. You bought flights and you booked a hotel and maybe you even researched all the sites you wanted to see while you were there. And then when you were tempted to make a purchase on something you didn't really need, you were able to say no because you already decided you were going to save your money for that vacation. You made all of these decisions ahead of time to ensure you have an amazing holiday. Or maybe you decided you'd like to get a college degree, like same thing, right? If you know you have final exams next week, you make the decision ahead of time to study in the evenings. So when you're distracted by the opportunity to go to a party, for example, you've already committed to your studying 
So you say no to the party because you've already made that decision. Or, you know, here's another good one. Like maybe you've decided to get engaged to be married, right? You set a date, you put a deposit down on a venue, you order your flowers, you pick your dress out, and you do all of this ahead of time so that on your wedding day, you don't have to make any decisions. You just have to show up and say, I do, right? Can you imagine how terrible it would be to have a wedding without planning out the details ahead of time? And so it is with food. If you plan what you're going to eat tomorrow, today, then the decisions are already made. All you have to do is follow through with them. And this is amazing because if you plan to have a salad for lunch tomorrow and then lunchtime comes tomorrow and you're already pissed off at your boss and really want to just hit the bakery across the street to soothe the stress, you can say no. You can say no because it's not what you plan for. Just like you'd say no to the party because you committed to studying for your exam or you say no to making a big purchase because you're saving up for your vacation. The problem here is that as adults, we stop making decisions for ourselves and we stop honoring the decisions we do make for ourselves. And you know that what you're currently doing isn't working to get you closer to your goal weight, right? You aren't getting the results you want in terms of your weight loss. So, you know, maybe something has to change. Now, when you make decisions ahead of time for yourself like this, you're essentially making the decision to be committed to yourself and to your long-term goals, the goals that you have for yourself. Now, think about the commitment you make to a partner when you enter into a monogamous relationship, right? Like the two of you make this commitment that you won't be sleeping around with anyone else, right? You decide that you're going to stick to this one person and no matter what life throws at you and no matter what temptations you might face out there in the world, you've made this commitment, right? You don't go around like grabbing the ass of every hawk guy you pass and then come home and tell your partner, oh, you know, it was just a little feel, just a little kiss, no big deal. And yet when you make the commitment to yourself to lose weight and take care of your health, you have no troubles grabbing an extra cookie here, a bag of chips there, you know, an extra drink of the bar there. And then you tell yourself, oh, you know, it's just one bite or it's just this one time or it's just, you know, one extra drink, right? You wouldn't ever do that to your partner, but you have no problems backing out of your commitments to yourself. And so, ladies, it's time for that to change, right? So what does it take to honor the decisions you make for yourself? Well, of course, it requires a little bit of discipline, but more than that, it requires that you have an amazing relationship with yourself that you learn how to feel your feelings and that you continually watch your brain and notice what thoughts it's trying to serve up to you and how those thoughts are making you feel, particularly when you feel tempted to break the commitment you've made with yourself. You want to keep that prefrontal cortex in charge. So here's how you start making decisions ahead of time with food. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to plan everything you're going to eat tomorrow, the night before. And when you're first starting out with this habit, I suggest being very realistic with your plans. Like there will be time later to tweak what you're eating. But when you're just getting started with this habit, I want you to make plans that you feel you can actually stick to. And, you know, this is important because the more you follow through with your commitments, the stronger that commitment to yourself will become. You'll build a foundation of trust with yourself and you'll improve your relationship with yourself, too. So honoring these decisions ahead of time is really the best way to keep your prefrontal cortex in charge. And the more you practice this, the more automatic it will become. 
so that even when the primitive brain threatens to take over, its instinct will be to honor your commitments as well. So again, plan everything you're going to eat tomorrow the night before. Plan all your meals and snacks, and then tomorrow eat only what you've planned for. So there are no decisions in the moment because you've made them all in advance. This means if someone brings cookies to work and you didn't plan on eating them, you don't eat them. I mean, if you want the cookie, great. You know, take a couple, wrap them up, take them home and plan to eat them tomorrow. Never make decisions on the fly. That's your primitive brain giving in to the immediate gratification. Instead, remember your long-term goals and your commitment and use your cortex to decide to honor that commitment. You wouldn't grab the ass of your coworker if you're in a committed relationship with your partner, and you shouldn't grab the cookies if you've made the commitment to yourself to lose weight. And you wouldn't negotiate either, right? Like you wouldn't phone your partner up and say, hey, you know, there's this really hot person in the elevator and they're turning me on. Would you mind if I just slipped away for a quickie? No, (laughs) you're probably not going to do that. And you shouldn't negotiate with yourself either, right? Like all of those things in your brain that go, um, oh, you know, maybe if I skip lunch today, I can have dessert after dinner. Or, you know, maybe I'll have an extra cocktail just this one time. No negotiations. No, no, no. You have to develop the skill to decide that no matter what, you're going to honor the decisions you made for yourself. And, you know, just to be clear, this isn't about willpower or resistance in any way. It's not about digging in your heels. It's about prioritizing yourself and your health and making commitments and honoring that commitment. And when you do eat something you didn't plan on, you don't beat yourself up. You don't berate yourself. You acknowledge that this is a practice, that you are human and this is a practice. And you go right back to honoring your decisions, knowing that with practice, it's going to become easier. And that each time you honor one of those decisions, you're making your relationship with yourself that much stronger. And with time, practicing decisions ahead of time will actually give you a sense of freedom, just like it did with me and my diary, my timekeeping. You know, oftentimes when you're trying to make decisions in the moment about what to eat, decision fatigue is going to make it hard sometimes, right? And decision fatigue is this idea that after making many decisions in your day already, your ability to continue making decisions gets compromised. The decision-making ability in the brain is sometimes described as being like a battery where each decision you make just drains the battery a little bit more, leaving you with less energy to make decisions later on in the day, right? And grocery stores actually take advantage of this all the time. They know that after walking through the aisles and making decisions while you're shopping, you'll be less likely to resist the quick deals near the checkout line, right? And this is why a lot of emotional eating, binges, and even online shopping sprees occur in the evening, right? Your brain just doesn't have the capacity anymore to make these difficult decisions. And so you just say yes to all of those temptations. So making your decisions ahead of time is really the antidote to this. You know, and at first, many people resist against this. I did, and I resisted against, you know, doing a calendar for my time as well right? They don't like being told what to do. They want the freedom to decide in the moment, you know, but before long, you realize that planning ahead actually brings more freedom. And after making so many decisions during the day, knowing that you've already decided what you're going to eat for dinner really takes a load off, 
right? And because you made decisions ahead of time with your best interests in mind, you know that if you just honor those decisions, you'll reach your goals. In fact, most women find that they lose weight using this tool even before they make any changes to their diet simply because they aren't sneaking the extra snacks and bites during the day that they hadn't planned for. It really is a super effective tool. All right, that's it for this week. You can get started with decisions ahead of time today. If you're ready to lose weight for the very last time and find freedom from food, head on over to our website and download our free Getting Started Guide. You can find it at www.waysahealth.com forward slash start. The link will also be in the show notes for you. And I'd love to hear how it's going with making decisions ahead of time. So head on over to my Instagram account and follow me at waysahealth. That's W-A-Y-Z-A health. I would love to hear from you. And coming up next week, we're going to talk about the importance of collecting small wins. I think... Next to making decisions ahead of time, collecting small wins is probably one of the most powerful tools that you can use for weight loss. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next week. 